In our archdiocese, when you're a newly ordained priest, you get a pretty nice perk immediately after your ordination that you won't get for a very long time. It's an entire month off. Entire month off. I, I knew at that, at that time I wasn't going to get a month off until I was retiring. Uh, so uh, you, you really, really savor that month. And, you know, ordination's Memorial Day weekend, and so assignments generally don't start until July 1st. And you got a whole month, a whole month to do whatever you want. A lot of guys like to go on a trip with their parents or maybe their siblings or travel to their classmates' ordinations in other dioceses. And I, I did a combination of those things, but inevitably... The thing that I spent the most time doing during my one month off that I would ever get for like the next 50 years was writing thank you notes. And it was an absolutely insane amount of thank you notes. I wrote 220 thank you cards in 26 days. It was a lot. Because again, a lot of people who go to your ordination and give you a card. I basically became a professional thank you note writer for that month. And even at the onset, it seemed very, you know, monotonous. Just writing thank you notes, you know, that, that same stationary all day long or in, in proceedings of, you know, in a half hour, an hour. But I actually enjoyed kind of writing some of those thank you notes a little bit. Because there were people who celebrated one of the most significant events of my life with me. And they were sharing their joy and how excited they were that I was ordained a priest. And, you know, between ordination day itself and so many of those thank you notes that I wrote, I was filled with gratitude over the course of that month. And all, all of those thank you notes, all 220 of them, were a way of me expressing how grateful I was to so many people. You know, we do so many things out of gratitude, brothers and sisters. It's probably one of the most common sensations or emotions that human beings could have. We say it in our words, in writing cards to one another, we express it in giving gifts and giving each other flowers, maybe writing letters or even just other random acts of kindness. So many things that we do, our primary motivation is one of thank you. It is one of gratitude. And our first reading in our gospel today, the theme of gratitude holds a very significant place. It's really the central theme around those readings. In both of these stories, there is something miraculous or something good that happens to someone, and they respond with gratitude. They respond with gratitude. Our first reading, we hear the story of Naaman, who was this Gentile man. He was not a Hebrew was not a member of the community of Israel. He was washed in the River Jordan. He had leprosy at the command of Elijah. And he got out of that river and he was cured. And he was so grateful to Elisha and to God that what does he do? He says, I am not going to offer sacrifices to any other God, only the God of Israel, only the God of Elisha. He wanted to offer God a sacrifice of thanksgiving a sacrifice of gratitude for all that God had done for him. Naaman responded with gratitude. And in our gospel, this very famous story of those ten lepers who were cured, and then one of them realizes that he'd be cured and runs back to Jesus and says, thank you. He's a Samaritan. He was so grateful. And you have to think that he lived the rest of his life in a spirit of gratitude, in a pretty deep state of gratitude, in fact, 
cognizant of how God had helped him, but really grateful for all that God had done for them and really the miracle that Christ had performed for him. Gratitude is immensely important for us. Socially, we, we recognize this among one another. It's one of the very earliest things you teach your kids. Please and thank you. One of the earliest things you teach your kids, you know, to say thank you on a regular basis. And if you're not thankful, we, we sort of notice it. It's one of the first things you notice about someone is if you do something nice for them and they don't respond with thank you, we, we notice it pretty quickly. And even not expressing gratitude is seen as, as very rude and socially not acceptable. And then there's, of course, the holiday of Thanksgiving itself, where we as a nation express our gratitude for all of the blessings that we have. And yes, so socially, gratitude is important, but on the level of faith, it is even more important. Because everything we do in our faith is a response to what God has already done for us. God is the initiator. He's always the primary mover, the first worker, the one who starts everything off for us in the spiritual life. And we respond to him. We respond with thank you. That's how we live our lives of faith. It's a response, one of gratitude. We even see again for Naaman, his faith in God was a response to the gratitude that he had. He was cured, he was grateful, and therefore from that, he had faith in the living God. So that's why we say that gratitude is the parent of all the other virtues. Gratitude is the parent of all the other virtues. If we are grateful, We will respond with vigor, with effort, with purpose. And it's so much easier to obtain any other virtue that we're working on if we start with gratitude. Again, Naaman, recognizing Jesus as Lord, he responded with gratitude. All of that stemming from gratitude, his life of faith, all began with that simple simple disposition of gratitude. So practically, how do we grow in this gift of, of thanksgiving and of gratitude? Well, first we have to realize what we are thankful for. The simple answer to that is everything. We ought to be thankful for everything. If God is the giver of all things, we ought to be thankful for him. And even I would also challenge us to see our religious practice, even being here today, as a way of saying thank you to God. After all, you can't really write God a thank you note like I did during that month. We have different ways, you could say, of thanking God. Spending time with Him in prayer, being with Him here at Holy Mass, making Him the center of our lives, that is our way to say thank you to God for everything He does in our lives. And I mean, after all, Eucharist, where we're all at, means thanksgiving. It's our way of saying thank you to God. Or maybe we can put it another way. Let's say we're working on a a particular virtue like patience or purity or temperance and and we're struggling with it. It's a a hard, hard endeavor for us to work on this virtue. We should recall that the reason we are striving for virtue in the first place is to thank God for His grace in our lives. We want to thank God by the way we live here on earth. So may these readings today inspire us be grateful, brothers and sisters, not just for our earthly possessions and sustenance, not just because it's tactful or socially expected, but because we have received all goodness 
and all blessings from the font of grace himself, from God our Father. And that, brothers and sisters, gives us every reason to be thankful.